to a movie that no one saw. We're talking about a haunting at Silver Falls, The Return, and it was horrifying. Welcome to So Horrified, the show where we talk about scary movies that are horrifying for all the wrong reasons. We're your hosts, Sadie. And Matt. And this week we're talking about A Haunting at Silver Falls, The Return. The return. Makes it extra yeah, scary. Nobody wanted to return to this town. Yeah, like, and did not. And the people that were there wanted to leave. <laughs> yeah. But before we get into the awfulness, let's talk about some goodness. Goodness. Goodness gracious. All right. Uh, so what's something good you saw in the two weeks since our last episode? Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks of good stuff. Something that I saw uh, that came out today, actually, was Netflix put up a like a 30-minute special from Dave Chappelle that was recorded a few days ago, where he's talking about all of the stuff that's going on right now. Mm. But it's less of like a comedy special. There's maybe two or three jokes in the whole thing and it's more of just him like kind of angrily giving his thoughts but i could kind of listen to him talk about whatever for a long time but it's very interesting and very well like thought out and stuff and if you haven't watched it yet you should well and it makes sense that it wouldn't be as much of a comedy special because yeah. there's not much yeah, he, funny he about what's going on like, acknowledges that like there's not a lot to joke about here right but, like, i still have stuff that i want to talk about so we're just going to do that instead Cool beans, cool beans. I've seen a lot of stuff that's good, but in particular, I'll say I first watched the whole series of, that's out there so far of the Goldbergs yeah. and thought that was hilarious and liked it. And yeah. now I'm a... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was just, it's one of those shows that I've been aware of since it's been out and right. just never really checked out. And we started watching it recently and it's really good. It's one of those things that like when I was in high school and stuff, I remember trying to watch some of the like family centered sitcoms and just being like, these are kind of boring. And then I've watched some now and it's like, oh, maybe that's because I was a kid and it's mostly about. Parents. Yeah, it's from their point of view. <laughs> Parenting. More often than not. <laughs> yeah, although the Goldbergs isn't fully, but like, you know, I mean, it's narrated by the yeah. kit. And so, um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. And then I just started the other day um, watching Blackish, which is another one where it's like I've heard about it and I heard amazing things about it for years, like since it came out. And I was just like, eh, I don't really watch family shit like that, you know, like, but after I like the Goldbergs, I was like, okay, I'm going to, and it's, so good. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I'm discovering that we are like we we love a good like wholesome family, not like we a family do. that's just mean to each other and argue and all the time. That I'm so, like with si family sitcoms is actually very rare. Is there's so many that we find that we'll watch and it's like they're just awful. Like, yeah. you like, know, I loved Married with Children, but that model gets old after a while of like, they're right. just really mean to each other all the time for right. no reason. Or even like, everybody loves Raymond. I actually did enjoy a lot of this. But like, Ray did nothing to help out. His wife, like, he did nothing with his kids. <laughs> they were he not was, a very happy And marriage. she was angry all the time. Like, and yeah, like, they had no boundaries. And, so, you know, like it. 
it's nice seeing a family that like seeing these family sitcoms that are still really funny without it being because they're just awful to each other. You know, it's the same reason I love Bob's Burgers so much is that they're dysfunctional in many ways, but in fun ways. They there's the lots fun. of love. Right? They put the fun and dysfunctional. Exactly. All right. So I guess with that, are you going to introduce our movie? Yes. As you do. So uh, this week we watched A Haunting at Silver Falls, The Return, which is a sequel to A Haunting at Silver Falls. It is about a girl who starred in a first movie that I did not see, but apparently was haunted at some point, And now her killer aunt's ghost is haunting her again. And there's some evil twins. So let's get started. So, if you are interested in knowing, I did watch the first movie years ago, so I don't remember it that well, because, I mean, it wasn't that great, but... (laughs) Shocking. Right. But it was better than this one, I will say. It was better than The Return. (laughs) Oh, so the quality went downhill in the sequel. It absolutely... That never happens. Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) it's... um, the first one at least kind of held my interest for a little while. But right, it's so it's this girl who's I think it was like her parents had died, so she goes to live with her aunt and uncle and she finds this ring in the woods randomly and after she puts it on she starts to be haunted by these ghosts that end up being these twins and you Throughout the whole thing, like, her aunt thinks, like, she's going crazy. They think she's on drugs because I guess she had been in bad stuff before. Uh, And then at the end, and she went to see a psychiatrist. That's the boyfriend's dad that they talk about. Yeah. um, Mention. That's just Um, gone from this movie. Yeah. (laughs) He did not come back. And at the end of the movie, you find out that the aunt and her husband had, who was also missing from this movie. I don't remember if he died too or went to jail or anything. I don't remember. But they had killed those twin girls. And once they found out, and I don't know if they killed other people, but I know they at least killed those twin girls. And when they found out that the niece knew they were going to kill her. Okay. And then... So the aunt was not a ghost in the first one. No, she was... A per- and you don't so find out till the very end. To the second one. Yes. Okay. The twins were already ghosts. They were the main ghosts in the so first that, one. That's the rub for this one, is that we've got three ghosts. Yeah! Now, and a weird psycho killer guy that's under the control of the ghost. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So they... They tried to jump scare you in the opening credits. Did you notice that? That they would like, a name would go by and then it would. Yes, because I'm not going to lie. The first one kind of got me. And I hate jump scares like that, (laughs) especially in the very beginning, like credit thing when you're like, why? But then it didn't get me after that. I was just like, "Mm, you guys are stupid. No, I just figured that was going to be a sign of things to come, that they were going to go for the cheap scares right. the entire way through, because they couldn't make it 30 seconds into the opening credits without it. I also thought at the beginning that the doctor lady was the meth head lady from Breaking Bad that got her face smushed by the ATM machine. Mm-hmm. It was not, but I just oh, thought see, I, I thought it that. was too. Did you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. to look it up, and it's not her. It's somebody that just looks like that actress. Yeah. But- that's funny. Because I was like, oh, she cleaned herself up and got her to <laughs> put her face and head back together. <laughs> Went back to school. Now she's helping people that see 
via cult. Right. That bothered me that they said that they see via no. cult. No. <laughs> they see ghosts. You have no idea. That <laughs> drove me crazy like the entire weird, like, movie. and any other shit. It's just ghosts. In fact, the very first trivia fact I had written down just in case we didn't bring it up in our conversation here was that the occult, like I put the definition of occult, which is just anything paranormal unexplainable like it does not mean ghosts yeah. you're not seeing the occult they are seeing ghosts a small subsection of the occult right so there's no like vampires and shit in this movie right. like, it was it, oh it encompasses a lot of things yeah well and as far as i could tell her center for the occult studies had two patients and also again and one of them saw ghosts did the was, crazy guy ever see the ghost or was he just being controlled i don't know they made they made allusions to, like, or references to the idea that everyone who was there saw ghosts. And, like, the guy that escapes and becomes, like, the the kind of, like, proto-boss of right. the movie, he's, like, a convicted killer, and so they've let him be- So, like, this place is somewhere you can, like, I guess, plead insanity and go to. So, was he- Okay, because I missed that. So, he was a convicted he was some killer, kind of killer first. yeah. Um, because I remember her saying, the psychiatrist lady at one point saying, oh, he's not dangerous. He's, you know, fine, <laughs> whatever. Uh, and like, uh, he, it's the ghost making him do it. That's see, making him dangerous. I thought he had been warned that he was a killer, but I I don't know. This movie was a mess. So it it was a way. mess, which is what, like, I felt like I thought it was so weird that she was like, Making it that the ghost was making him do these things and kill for him. And then suddenly he was doing it on his own and seemed to be like really into it of like professional serial killer level. And if you can be a professional, I mean, I guess, well, I guess if you're a hitman, you are a professional serial killer. Anyway. He's got a good few kills under his belt. He's a pro now. He didn't get paid for it or anything. Well, that's what I was going by. He wants to go to the serial killer Olympics. So he's going to stay amateur. But he's as good as you can be without being a professional. <laughs> anyway, the lady made a point of, like, explaining that it was the ghost that made, like, she said the cop guy or something. No, he's not really dangerous. It's the that they were also all too free with telling this this sheriff that ghosts were doing all these things. Yeah, and I was the like, ghost is just like, no, they're not. And then the sheriff and then is like, like what? And, yeah, exactly. Us. I was like. Why do you think? There was a How did you think he was going ago, to so react? It's ghosts now, right? And that creepy murder was done by people, yeah. not ghosts. <laughs> these are the these are they, right? Exactly. But like, <laughs> these are they. But but yeah, he seemed to slip into the just killer role so quickly and then without explain like without much explanation other than like he started doing it and liked how it made him feel oh i think he said that it like made the other voices quiet or something (sighs) and so i think it was supposed to be that he could see ghosts and that everyone in that center could see ghosts of who we think there's two patients yeah Yeah. uh, him and that lady and by the way the worst security guard ever it was his first day First day without and he, he any died, so training. Let's not piss all over his memory too hard. <laughs> no, zero. He, he gave his life for the badge. <laughs> Shut up. No, he was awful. Like it's he for someone who was supposed to be working in this like uber specialized field who 
I feel like they said like the doctor knew him and gave him. The, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be that surprised. Try to give him a little bit of backstory for somebody like, that gets killed off within the first two minutes right. of the movie. But they give him no training, and so he goes in and is just like, "Oh, these crazy people!" And then like when one of them starts talking about ghosts or whatever, it's like you're just crazy. Like you're literally in the center for the. Yeah. Seeing the occult, which apparently yeah, equals seeing <laughs> ghosts. Right. I don't know. It was just absurd to me. I was I was outraged. Although, I suppose that probably is somewhat realistic that that's what well, they would have done, is just throw someone in without training, and then they'd just rough a patient up. They don't really <laughs> explain what this place is. Like, who... Is it a government place? Is it a private no, institution? That was, that she's, she said she started it, but it yeah. looked intricate. Like, it had yeah. a, it was a big building and there was a lot of space. I only saw the two patients, but, like, I don't know where the money for any of this Which, is coming from if the whole town thinks like, she's nuts. There are universities that do have centers for studying, uh, like, psychic things and, and you know, paranormal stuff trying yeah. to find ghosts and but things like that silver falls bumfuck wherever they were well and not where they keep people there not like an in-home therapy treatment center of what it seemed like you know like i looked i did the research and when i in my search for the rabbit hole i did not find a single place that kept people that like they there were places that took in asked people of like oh you think you're psychic come to our step but yeah, they would come and laboratory they, type stuff right unless, like, you talk you to them and they now. do tests but yeah it's not like a yeah you One live here permanently and we're gonna treat you right, right oh it made me so mad yeah it didn't it didn't make sense at all it, it really it made me so angry that whole stupid institute who made it why do they not talk about yeah, who's created it who's paying for it in the first movie no they definitely did not talk about a center <laughs> yeah. for the occult and, yeah because when the doctor talks about this i started this and i was like oh, okay so this must be new yeah there was a lot of stuff in here where they would reference the last movie that i have not seen and right it would confound me because they're no. like this ring does this don't you know and i'm like no i don't know you have to tell, tell me, me that stuff yeah no they did not i'm guessing because the first one wasn't some smashing hit that they were like <laughs> no one sequel though apparently but i guess not enough that they thought anyone would watch the sequel without having seen the first one first <laughs> <laughs> the only people that want this are people that saw that movie i guess I, I don't think <laughs> even they wanted this. Yeah, like, it was not warranting a second movie. Well, her, her British roommate does a pretty good summary at one point of just like, so your aunt was evil to you, and now she's dead, and she's back? And we yeah, and exactly. Like, summarizes the whole first movie in about 15 seconds, and I was like, okay, I think I'm caught up, I guess. Right, Who right. the twins again? The twins weren't really explained in this movie, because I guess they were already introduced, but they were just like, they're these twins, and then they were nice at some point, and then not so nice to them at some point. Like, they seem to be haunting her. And then at the end, she's just like, help me. And they're like, okay. Yeah. So the twins in the first movie, like a big thing with that, I remember, is that you keep thinking that they're evil and that they're trying to trick her and so make her nice. see things. But they were trying to, like, I guess, help her or show her what her aunt was like or get her away from her aunt. I don't remember. Something like that. So, yes. So, they... I don't know why they brought that back. Movie, they're presented as evil yeah. again. And so, I don't know why they <laughs> did that. She friends with them at first and then... Because she's having these haunting visions. But you think it'd just be like, oh, those are those girls that I helped right. solve their murder. 
Right. Yeah. I I don't know. It was it was just it was very it was very strange. In in the first movie, did the ghosts kill people by sticking their fingers in their mouth? Okay, no, I don't remember that. I don't remember that being a thing at all. Super upsetting every time it happened. It and was it happened a lot. Very, which, by the way, one of the times it happened, they forgot to like CGI one of the hands, like when. She and the boyfriend are there, to, who, by the way, looks like my friend's ex-husband, and it's very weird. <laughs> <laughs> he very much does. But no, so when the boyfriend and her are in the Institute for the Occult Studies, whatever it was called, with the the guy, and the ghost comes over and sticks her hand simultaneously in both of their mouths, if you look closely, the mouth and the guy's hand was all the weird ghosty thing that they do that's i don't know just makes it look like weird feel yeah and then the other one that was in the girl's mouth definitely was just a hand and a mouth regular white lady's hand yes it was and it was very upset it was even more upsetting that way to be honest (laughs) you could taste the sweat like oh it's like so they just they just stuck her hand in there like they didn't even like put a green glove on it or anything it was just I a hand for the actor's sake that each of those scenes they got in one take i can't imagine that they did more than one <laughs> for any any scene in this movie yeah right none this of them the seemed very well it. rehearsed <laughs> <But> <laughs> like, yeah uh they, that was super gross i just every time it made me like a little bit right <laughs> right ugh, i don't want to, anyone's hand in my mouth let alone a rotting corpse right woman. okay so I have a couple other pet peeves I want to talk about of just this movie. As someone, like, you're not a ghost and ghost hunting enthusiast the way I am and have not watched Ghost Bros forever. and captured nine (laughs) ghosts. Shut up. I don't go ghost hunting, but I watch a lot of ghost hunting shows. I love it. I bust ghosts. (laughs) What? makes me feel good. Stop. Stop this. Stop now. (laughs) I don't like it. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Is that what they sing in their song? That's part of the Ghostbusters they song. They sing Bustin' Makes Me Feel Good <laughs> in a song That's pretty hilarious. for a movie that children love, like a treasured children's classic movie. Michael <laughs> Jr. belts that shit out like it doesn't mean anything else. I am so disturbed now because I don't, I did not notice that ever in those lyrics. <laughs> And it should not have been in there. It does not belong in there. It's not okay. Anyway, so, man. Okay. <laughs> just sent that us off the rails. That threw me off. <laughs> like, I thought you were. I was just making up a dirty song. I did. And I thought you were just doing it to annoy me. <laughs> as you are wont to do. But no, that's a real thing. And that's even more disturbing. So anyway. Two of the other things that bother me as far as just like who would do this, what, how, what on earth, like at least explain how this is possible. Like one being that cabin in the woods that they're like, this is a psychically safe place. What in the hell makes it a psychically safe place? And they don't give all the copper out of the walls. That's how they they get you. They don't give any other explanation as to why yeah, it's, it's a psychically safe. safe place that it's far enough away i guess is what i thought but like but then they, they go to that hotel and she finds them there yeah and like well and there were like 
ten times in this movie where they're like, okay, let's get the fuck out of town now, and then nobody no ever one does. does. Well, like, I get that eventually she's able to come in there through the ring, but yeah, I just don't get how it was psychically safe, and that annoyed the crap out of me. You have, listen, I, I put it in quotes, because that's, that's what they say, a safe psychic place. I don't even remember them saying that. I thought they just went to the cabin because it was No, it upset town. me so much. She was like, this is a safe psychic place. That, like, <laughs> I don't know if she was supposed to not get visions of ghosts there, as well as the, I don't know, because they don't explain it other than saying, this is a safe psychic place. I spent twenty nine ninety nine on a Miss Cleo right. house cleansing kit. And, well, and then... <laughs> I was excited about my next thing, so it took me a second to process what you just said, but that was funny. But anyway, so then the other thing was when they go to that hotel and they're like, for some reason, decide that it's okay to stop for the night because they, I don't know, think that it's going to take a while for the ghost to catch up to them. And I'm like, it's a ghost. It should be like, they don't have to hitchhike down the road to get to you. <laughs> yeah. They live in a she spirit can just realm and show can just up. kind of, yeah, right. be like, places. Which is what happens. And then everyone's confused about it. And I'm like, bitch, you saw ghosts for the last yeah. movie. She can do anything. You, you know how this works. Like, Everything you thought you knew is out the window. <laughs> like, anyway, both of those things infuriated me. One, uh, I will add one to your list of something that infuriated me and kept happening. <laughs> Why is the girl that is able to see ghosts able to see them on, like, video? Like, when somebody records a ghost on a security camera, she's just like, there's the ghost. But nobody else can see it on the video. That bugged me. That I don't have qualms with because I have seen in other ghostly movies before. (laughs) That, like, you're technically recording the ghost. So if you have the ability to see ghosts and others don't, you can see it where they don't. But the ghost isn't there anymore. You know, and the, like, what are they seeing? What did the camera pick up that they're now seeing? Well, I don't know. I'm not a tech person. <laughs> <laughs> like pixels, you know what I mean? Like it's recording the light that's coming back. Right. And I know. So it doesn't. No, it doesn't make sense. You're just, right. And it just kept it. They kept recording the ghost on like cell phone videos and stuff like that. And she'd right. see it. And everybody's like, I didn't see anything. And I was just right. like, okay, I get it. She like, can see it on video too. Thanks. Right. Well, and I'll tell you. The only character, like the only person I liked in this movie was the sheriff. Yeah, he was, he was a, a good decent cop. actor. He was, yeah, he. <laughs> a lot of times they're either like crooked and, you know, trying to actively work against the protagonist mm-hmm. in the movie, or they're just like bumbling and stupid and get themselves killed. But he right. actually helped and like. Well, and stuff. I, I feel like it's not just the character that I, it was the actor because he was the most convincing. Out of all of them, who didn't sound like a sixth grader you just handed a script to, and they are trying to remember what it says on the page. Yeah. Like, he he made his lines actually sound natural. And that's, I mean, that's one of the main things, if not the main thing in acting, is to make it sound natural. Like, you're not reading a script. You know who I did so, not care for? Was everyone else? Everyone else. <laughs> specifically her roommate, the British girl. Ugh. She was the worst. She was the she, worst. Like, 
who in their right mind, you know that a ghost has killed one person right. and like abducted another person and is coming after you and your friends. And she's like, I go to Instagram this shit. You yeah. Know, like, what? <laughs> who cares? Put your fucking phone away. Well, and she and like. Try not to get killed. They get these two hotel rooms and she kicks the weird 70s skater guy out of like, that's what he made me think of is a guy from like Lords of Dogtown. Like. <laughs> I, I thought of him as like the little kid from Dazed and Confused, but yes! like a couple years older. Yes, yes. Those are the two things I thought about was Dazed and Confused and Lords of Dogtown, the documentary I went and saw when I thought I was a skater girl. And <laughs> when I went through my skater girl phase. Fingerless gloves and everything. <laughs> hey, I still like fingerless gloves. Let's be honest. But <laughs> always been in style and they always will be. <laughs> but anyway, no, she like kicks him out of the room and I'm like, Okay, like, I get that you're not attracted to him and don't want to have sex with him. But, like, the first rule of, like, horror movie things is not to separate and be by yourself. So, even if you're not with the other people, let him stay. And y'all oh, just I watch thought, TV, watch it from separate beds. I she was in that hotel bathtub. I oh, really I absolutely did, she too. Was going to, and I was hoping she would, kind I, of. Ass- <laughs> I mean, it's like, good, get this. She's not helping at all. No. And all she's doing is recording shit and making snide comments. No. And she get was her here. very, yes. She was, no, she was, she bothered me too. I mean, to be like everybody, well, her and that other guy who, like, the, the, skater guy who seemed to only be interested in just trying to sleep with her and she only seemed to be interested in getting instagram likes and yeah. and you guys can just go both go back home right like you don't need to you're literally like, yeah like they it was his car that was the only reason he needed to be there right let me see i feel like there was i'm trying to see if i put the quote of when they said they were leaving and then they came back after the fifth time no, I mean, like, those two specifically were supposed to be leaving while the girl and the boyfriend were staying. And then they show up at the boyfriend's house and they walk in as if they had just walked out being like, yeah, bye, we're leaving. Walking back. Psych! We we couldn't leave you. Like, it doesn't explain where they were in the time between when they had first said that they were going to go and then they didn't. Um, but they walk into the house and they say something. I thought I had. Oh, yeah, it was. Um, so they walk into the house and the girl is like, you guys didn't really think we'd leave you alone, which, first of all, you did leave them alone, technically. And I don't remember how long it was for, if it was like overnight or whatever. But it's like, yeah, don't pretend like it again. It's not like you just walked out the door and was like, psych. We wouldn't leave you alone. Like <laughs> They pulled the long fake out. Right. You literally left them alone for a while. And then the thing that drove me nuts, though, is the girlfriend and the boyfriend were sitting at the table, like, researching stuff or whatever, or looking through the mom's notes, whatever it was. And they walk in and say that, you know, you didn't really think we'd leave you alone. And they barely look up of just like, hey, like, don't even say anything. They don't even say. I don't feel like they even said, hey, they might have said I don't feel like they even they barely acknowledge them. And then the other two just walk over and stand and they're obviously blocked places and they just move on with the scene as if nothing. I was like, so why did you leave in the first place? What was even the point? Yes. What was the point of them even going? It was not a source of conflict. It like served no purpose. And that's the point of this whole movie. None of it serves any purpose at all well and that's evident by the fact that until the last five minutes of the movie they have no plan 
all their entire plan revolves around well i can see her right so so what are you gonna do when you get away find her like they keep trying to like figure out where she's going right what are you gonna do after they don't think to use the twin ghosts until the very very end i kept thinking the same thing they're like oh well she's gonna be here i'm like what does that matter? Yeah. You have not I found you trying to avoid any her. way to defeat her. You should be her, running her. away until you like, know what you're going to do. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. No. It was... I mean, nobody in this movie makes any good sense? decisions. Um, yeah. The, the other cop in the sheriff station, the one that gets killed, because, like he immediately is like, well, they're ghosts. Oh, that's fucking stupid. There's no way that's real. And it's like, oh, well, you're going to get killed within right, the next obviously. five minutes, obviously. But Jack... Right, is the serial killer guy that gets possessed. Yeah. He <laughs> locks the cop in the holding cell in the jail. Like, he sneaks up behind him and, like, pushes him in and locks the yes. door. Yes. The cop pulls his gun on him and then is just like, hey, let me out of here. And the guy just walks yes. away. And it's like, fucking shoot him. Right. You can radio for help and be like, hey, the killer guy just locked me in the cell, but I shot him. Yes. And he just lets him go. He just, yeah, he walks away and then... If I remember correctly, didn't he, like, just start to, like, back up and there was, like, into the darkness and then we, like, hear a sound and assume that the ghost killed him? Like, I don't feel we even saw the death. Only two deaths in this movie. Yeah. That one. And then Jack, the serial killer. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's very PG-13. It's very, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I wish there was something between PG and PG thirteen. I'm like the, PG thirteen plus. This is like PG ten. Like ten year olds could probably watch it and not be that like bothered by it. Yeah, I mean the all the Instagram references alone let you know that this is marketed at like high school kids. I think I don't like. I feel like it's they're going for tweens. Like it just doesn't. I don't know. I guess it just seems so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and so for they, lack of better words, they also at one point um, they decide to go to the cabin because it's warm. Like they have to warm up one of the the people that had gotten cold. Who immediately is warm as soon as they walk in. He's not even shivering. Does your car not have a fucking heater? Like, right. wasn't the whole plan to get out of town? And they're like, we're just gonna pop off at the cabin for a couple hours and make some chicken noodle soup for this guy. No, go right. Well, and I kind of get that at least they felt like that was supposed to be the safe space. That was supposed to be the psychically safe space, right? And so I kind of get that. But yeah, like he didn't, probably just because the guy was such a bad actor, but like it in no way did he seem cold or like that, like for someone who was supposedly going into shock five seconds ago, who suddenly all of a sudden, like he's just absolutely fine. Yeah. Just this, completely fine. Like the Dickens. Right. It was, I was like, that's not how it works, people. Like they didn't know how anything works in this movie. They didn't care how anything works. I think, I guess, I mean, I guess not because like 20 seconds of research would tell them to stop using the word occult. Yeah. Like. Well, okay, speaking of how things worked, you saw the first movie. So, what is up with the rings that they wore? And, like, they had some sort of weird rules of, like, the person that puts it on, the only the person that owns it can take it off your finger and all this shit. Okay, I don't remember that being a, a rule in the the first movie, but it could have been because, again, it was, like, years ago when I saw it and it wasn't that memorable. I was trying to remind myself of it and went to like read some of the synopsis to try to remind myself of what happened. 
But the rings had originally belonged to the twins. And in the first movie, it read as just a straight up like haunted object of like a, you, you know, you put the ring on and, on, the you. and yeah. And so you're haunted by the ghost. That's why she sees the ghosts. Cause she found the ring that she thought, I think she thought it was like her mother's or something. I don't remember why she was wearing it. And then fucking free ring. That's why she was wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, uh, that's how the ghosts were tied to her. I don't remember there being, yeah, that rule. It's like in this one, when they put it on, they can like, interact with the like manipulate the ghosts and hit them and stuff like that if they're wearing the ring and i was like is that from the other one too wait because, could they i didn't remember yeah, that the kid at one point was like i was able to hit her because i was wearing the ring and oh. i don't really use that later like no end, i don't even remember that a, as a thing girl and the twins are all able to hit her despite not wearing the ring yeah i don't know <laughs> nothing makes sense <laughs> nothing makes sense it, they never explain why her weakness is electricity I don't even remember, like, I remember it being something weird as to how they got the idea. They watch a video and that somehow gives them an idea and that it was like she left because the lights flickered. And for some reason, that connected the dots in their mind of, oh, her weakness is electricity, even though I feel like she's been around lights before. But like, they said that that the lights flickered or they didn't even say it they showed a video where the lights flickered and so i guess that made them think oh we'll use electricity and it's like that is a really weird line to connect those dots of like we just saw her walk like it's not like light is her weakness or like electricity i mean the guy was my stun gun we're gonna get this right the security guard at the beginning i know they didn't see him but he was standing by a working coffee pot like electricity was was buzzing building that was wired for electricity like it's not like she's only been in places with zero electricity there's has to be over 220 volts or something like yeah, that to affect her. It just it was very bizarre how they made that connection to flickering lights, meaning electricity is her weakness. Yeah. And I I honestly can't remember how they ended up killing. I know they used electricity, but they put her in what, like one of those electroshock therapy tables that this institute yeah. had for some reason? Because that's how you treat, apparently, being able to see ghosts. She can ghosts? see ghosts, zapper. Is this a mental institution from the 1950s? Like, what? Why do they even have this thing? Yeah, well, and like, because I, I remember Jack was trying to use that on the boyfriend and was like, I'll show you what my life is like. And I'm like, and when he did yeah, that, I was that like, that doing? is definitely not how, like, electroshock therapy is still technically used. But nothing like in the 1950s. You're definitely like put to sleep, and and it's a lot less voltage. It's not a traumatizing experience like that. They're not but, trying to shock the devil out of you anymore, right? Exactly. And it's like I don't think that has been your ex- again something that could have been solved by 20 seconds of research. Especially if they said in the beginning that he was like gentle and never really bothered anybody. They're not. They're super not going to be shocking him, right? Like I don't. It didn't. It's just one of the many, many, many things that didn't make sense to me. One other little like nonsense note that I have that I wrote down is at the end when the, the sheriff shows up and like shoots Jack to save the day or whatever. He says, I never missed twice. But when Jack was at the doctor's house and the cop showed up and chased him away, he missed him like five times. <laughs> 
pew, 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 I'm pew, assuming pew. he means like that two separate one. times. That, yeah. That counts as one. That counts in, as one. Right, exactly. In two separate events. But yeah. I don't know why I wrote down the question so the sheriff sees ghosts. Yeah, because at the I wrote the same thing. Because at the very end, the ghost of Jack comes back. Oh, and scares him. That's right. That's right. Wait, he sees him now. He too? turns around at the very end. He wasn't and then, wearing a ring or nothing. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I remember being like, what? Or is it that because you killed them, you can see them? Like, but then that doesn't make sense. Like, that hasn't been played out in this movie before. And like, no, they just said that's for the third movie to explain. Literally, what I wrote. Not, I'm mean, okay. Not literally, but basically, what I wrote down figuratively. What I wrote down because I said, oh, I guess they're setting up that third awful movie that no one wants. Will not happen. I won't let it happen. <laughs> We will find out what obscure movie studio made this, because I did not pay attention at the beginning of the credits. Nah, nobody big. And we will write them letters every day until they stop. Put different names on them. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, so they think it's from lots of people, like they do on the reviews of bad movies with the IMDb. <laughs> All the good reviews are from the same person, just using different names. If you're new to us, that calls back to a few episodes <laughs> ago. That's our ongoing conspiracy <laughs> theory that the people involved with these movies are trying to inflate their own Amazon ratings. Or IMDb scores, because the the uh, reviews tend to be awfully weirdly like complimentary in a weird way of like, oh, but that cute director, he sure knows what he's doing. He he's going places, I tell right, you. I tell like, um, that was definitely his mom. <laughs> so, yeah, that's for our real, like, hardcore fans to remember. That's a call Both out for you. them. <laughs> I think there's three, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. But, yeah, no. So, basically, I feel like most of my notes were like, why would you do this? What would convince you to do that? Why does that make sense to you? None of this makes sense because nothing about it. And it just wasn't interesting. It was so hard for me to stay awake during this movie. Like I was, I was definitely convinced that you were going to fall asleep watching it. I was shocked that you didn't. Like I'd already, bef- I had a couple times that my head tilted forward and snapped my neck open. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, you like, do that watching good stuff. Yeah, so like, <laughs> it happened. But uh, no, I was there for most of it. I was present for it. I wasn't happy about it, but yeah, there I was. No, I mean like to the point that I'd convinced myself. Like we watch some. A lot of times we'll watch these movies. At the same time, technically, but in different rooms, in separate rooms, so that we're not tempted to talk about it during, and we save all that for now. <laughs> so it's all authentic and real. All the, all the juice. <laughs> this is what normally goes on during the movie. Um, but um, this is why our daughter doesn't like watching movies with us. But um, the... Uh, I mean, I had fully convinced myself when that movie, I was like, oh, there is no way Matt stayed awake for through that movie because it was so boring and god awful, not exciting at all. Turns out he did, dummy. <laughs> so I was about to congratulate you and say I was proud of you until you called me a dummy. And so now <laughs> forget you. Forget you. 
So now we have come to our segment, Best and Worst. Best and Worst. Best and Worst. <laughs> where we <laughs> dig through comments and reviews and blogs and everything we can find to find the best things that people have said and the worst things that people have said about our movie today. Yeah. And Sadie has the fortune of reading what people loved about this movie today. Let's find out who liked this movie and why. So, for starters, Haunting at Silver Falls, The Return. It does not have a Rotten Tomato score. Not for critics, not for audience. (laughs) That was the first one I've seen that didn't even have an audience score. Like, not even. Yeah, that's bananas. We haven't seen any. Yeah, we haven't seen any so far come across that ha- doesn't have that. Um, IMDb at 3.2, which seems kind of generous, actually. <laughs> that it? seems higher. That, right? that seems higher than I would have thought. I've put it at 1. Yeah. 1.1. <laughs> 0.01. <laughs> right. Okay, so our first review, Bateman, uh, an Amazon review. Um, it says, I thought the script was even better than the first film. Mm. Loved seeing some of the returning actors, like the twins and James Cavlo. I really liked the new cast as well. I thought the ghost scenes were really creepy and liked the addition of the scary Jack character. Great direction and loved the story. There's not a lot of adult content, so I'd say it's a perfect film for preteens for Halloween this year. Loved seeing Silver Falls again. Great cinematography. Okay, Bateman. (laughs) <laughs> I think it was Jason Bateman <laughs> chiming in with his He was super excited about it. It sounds very drunk, <laughs> but he loved it. This is what Jason Bateman does on uh, Lazy Saturday night. He, he watches terrible watches movies and bad movies and reviews. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to help pump up their score. All right. Uh, Mike DeGroot on IMDb says, not surprisingly at all, this low-budget film is pretty cheesy. The whole production is average at best, but it's not completely bad. The story is pretty played out, the effects are subpar, and the acting isn't going to win any awards. That being said, it is apparent the cast and crew actually tried to do the best with what they had to work with, and overall, it is watchable. I'm saying that it's good, but movies like this are usually only worth a two-star rating, but this one is worth a watch. I'm wondering if he meant to say, I'm not saying that it's good, because when he's continuing on, it sounds very different. Anyway, uh, movies like this are usually only worth a two-star rating, but this one is worth a watch if you feel like turning your mind off for a little bit and enjoying some cheesiness. Four out of ten. Because, yeah, four, giving a, it the four and saying it's I good. I kind of stretch the definition <laughs> of a good review. Of a good review. And so that will bring us to our bad review, uh, which comes to us this mm-hmm. week, courtesy of CultureCrypt.com. They say, It's not a good sign when a small horror movie finishes filming but doesn't release until over two years later, which would be June 2019 for A Haunting at Silver Falls, mm-hmm. The Return. Low-octane thrills sputter regularly, but hit a brick wall with under a half hour remaining in the runtime. Typically, macabre mysteries mount to climatic crescendos. The return, instead, comes to a standstill as everyone regroups in separate locations designed to inflate the duration to 80 minutes when the film could have finished in 50. The highest accolade up for grabs is average. Fishing for a compliment, acting is okay by low-budget standards. Laura Flannery houses on-screen energy that her underwritten character doesn't have opportunities to unleash. She and her co-stars have to settle for material that only permits mediocrity, although at least they exhibit experience that makes the movie's tameness more tolerable. 
everything else lands decidedly below that decent mark. Underlit scenes, particularly in car interiors, and poor color grading reveal cut corners on the technical end. And unless you count new faces you'll never care to see again anyway, a pedestrian plot adds nothing substantial to an already middling mythology that's flailing to become a franchise. A haunting at Silver Falls tried stretching relative success by squeezing sequel blood from a storytelling stone. The return suggests it wouldn't have made a difference to leave well enough alone, which is probably where the property should remain buried. (laughs) No wonder no one wants to return to the titular location in the movie or in reality. Follow their lead and travel somewhere more intriguing instead. Amen to that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That sums it up fairly well. Eloquently, I would say. (laughs) So now it's time for my favorite portion of the show. You suck up. <laughs> Sadie's rabbit hole. Sadie's rabbit hole. Yay! So, since the movie seemed to have very little knowledge and understanding about any of the current research and science on um, <laughs> ghosts, <laughs> um, <laughs> Dr. Peter Vinkman has been publishing. <laughs> I decided to. Uh, impart some of the knowledge that I discovered upon researching with you guys. So, first of all, interesting thing, since this thing had to do a lot about a ghost that would travel from location to location to location, that is not commonly seen in the haunting world. Yeah, they're almost always tied to a place where they or, died yeah. or some place that was significant like, to them. Even the twins, I understand more because they were tied to a ring I don't know. So, they were yeah, like they follow it around as it yeah, is, but and they claimed that the aunt was tied to the ring, too, but like uh, Jack didn't have the ring when she was following him around. Like you know, it's not like that was a tightly bound thing. So anyway, yes, according to Ghosts One Hundred One dot com, where you start your ghostly education, ninety nine percent of ghosts that they've seen have been tied to a specific place, so they won't or can't follow. Seen? Uh, yeah, they've seen. <laughs> Or maybe like stories like, you know, like (laughs) haunting stories they've come across and things like that. Shut up. Um, Ghosts are real, man. Ghosts rarely change locations, they said. However, other types of spirits like demons, angels, etc. can. But I do have a story to share with you of ghost, a supposed ghost that was a traveling ghost. Judith Thompson Ting was a ghost who moved. Witnesses say her ghost still might linger in Tingsboro, Massachusetts, 200 years after her death. They named the town after her? Uh, Or her family or whatever. Like, I don't know that it was after her specifically. I think it was probably after her or like the family she married into or whatever. Sounds like a real ghost town. <laughs> okay, anyway, so Judith apparently was killed by John Alfred Ting, the father of her child. He killed and buried her under the hearth of their own home. Judith came back as a ghost, supposedly, to torment him. He moved multiple times, and she always seemed to follow him. According to the diary of a revolutionary war hero, so you know it's true, who was there at the time that this happened... When John Alfred Ting was dying and people were trying to rush to go be by his side or help him or whatever, Judith's ghost blocked 
entry to his room and kept everyone out that they tried to get in and they couldn't move her or move. I don't know if it was like they didn't say if it was like an invisible fortress or like the door was locked and they said, that's the ghost. So after John died, Judith's attention quickly turned to a quack doctor nickname or a quack. He was not a doctor, actual doctor. Um, he was nicknamed, however, Dr. Blood because he bled people and peddled snake oil. He had pretended to be a justice of the peace and performed a sham marriage between Judith and John and may have um, been involved in her murder. Dr. Blood was found dead on a country road with what appeared to be Judith's distinctive boot print next to him. This sounds like a way better movie than the right? one that we watched. Literally what I was thinking as I read this story. I was like, this is far more interesting. This, like, Come on. Right? That's a little like... on the nose, but other than that, it's a good story. <laughs> but yeah, like that's way more interesting. That should totally be a story, like a movie. Anyway, by the way, if anyone listening decides to make that into a movie, you absolutely have to credit us and yeah. give us like 20% of the um, pro- pro- profits, not proceeds, profits. Gross, baby, not profits. Gross, we sorry. <laughs> gross. 20% of gross. <laughs> Hardcore negotiations for this fantasy movie right. that doesn't exist. Okay, and now, since they also seem to not be clear on when a spirit might be in their presence other than having one person who could see spirits, not the occult. And by the way, a person who can see ghosts is called a medium, not called a person who sees a cult. (laughs) A very special little girl. (laughs) Right. Okay. So I thought I'd um, give you some signs that you might be near a spirit or that one might be in the room with you. According to scoophoop.com, which sounds like a very knowledgeable source, right? Sounds like a basketball trivia website. (laughs) It does. So, according to that website, here are a few signs you might be near a spirit. One, seeing unexplained shadows in the corner of your eyes. Seeing orbs in pictures taken of you in the place or of you in the place, I guess. (laughs) Hearing whispering in your ears when no one is around. Feeling like you're being watched. Everyday objects go missing, then reappear. (laughs) This also all sounds like (laughs) symptoms of, like, meth abuse. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing things that aren't there. I feel like it should be after, after, like, mental illness and stuff is ruled out. Then this is where you can turn to. Suddenly feeling weak, as if someone drained all your energy. I have that, but, you know, it's called a chronic for, for illness. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Um, lights and other electronic appliances malfunction for no reason. Like when we were recording the episode about the Lizzie Borden poltergeist thing, and all of a sudden our recording equipment went out. That was really creepy and weird. Yep. Definitely uh, not a coincidence. If we were talking about aliens, <laughs> you would be so on board right now. Yeah. Anyway. Sudden sharp sharp drop in temperature. Pets acting strange, which is also hard for us because our pets all yeah, are very people, strange. Like, animals are weird. They they always right. act strange. I guess acting strange for themselves. Right, out of character. Like, right. Yeah. Suddenly smelling perfume or cigars when there is no 
source from that, like no one wearing perfume or smoking a cigar or anything like that. The ghost of Al Capone. (laughs) Uh, Goosebumps for no reason. The ghost bros from Ghost Adventures, they bring that up a lot. (laughs) Um, Let's go to these super cold places and then they're like, I got goosebumps, bro. There's a ghost. Well, if you watch more of their episodes, sometimes they're in like 100 degree weather and they say that, but you know, you're not a real fan like me. (laughs) I'm not even a fake fan. Or going to a mirror and seeing someone else's reflection in the mirror. I think that's a clear cut sign, though. I don't feel like that's an <laughs> iffy sign. It also be a sign of madness. <laughs> well, I said after mental El- Would you stop cutting my, my fact tid- tidbits and trivia, whatever, short, Mr. Naysayer? Let me believe. I no, like to believe in the possibility of <laughs> believing. I'm like Mulder. I want to believe. Yeah. I haven't seen any solid evidence, but I want to believe. You're the the foster mom from Angels in the Outfield. I believe in the possibility of miraculous things happening. Is that how she talked? <laughs> yes. Is that is that really? That's what she sounded like. Yeah, that wasn't even. That was just a clip I played. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a liar! Oh my god. Okay, now would you like to move on to the unit? Or the rating, pick a unit to rate it with, and alternate titles. Sounds good. Okay. So, what are we going to um, use as our unit? Um, I wrote down ghost rings, flickering faces, fingers (laughs) and mouths. Dead twins. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you'd like fingers and mouths, but whatever. I do like it, but that steps on the toes of something that I'm going to be talking about later, so... Oh, is that for your alternate title? Yeah. Okay. I was like, what would you be using that for later? All right, fine. <laughs> Don't just be a naysayer. Um, <laughs> vapid British roommates. <laughs> <laughs> we can just go with haunted rings. <laughs> the first one that you ghost said. Ghost rings is yeah. what I said. Ghost I like rings. that better. Yeah. Ghost rings. All right. So how many ghost rings do you give it? Uh, I, I have this one at a four. Oh, you son of a bitch. Did we do it again? We did it again. That's it's my just, exact rating. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's kind of my go-to rating for, like, something that's really bad without being entertaining because it's bad. Right, exactly. And, you know, just, yeah, the acting's not good, the writing's not good, the effects aren't good, but it wasn't fun for it. It was just tough to get Right. There. Like, I do suggest, if you have an afternoon, um, if you want to watch the first one, my memory, and now don't hold me to this because it was a few years ago, but if my memory serves, it was one of those kind of fun, cheesy, bad yeah. horror movies. Well, but this one's say, not fun. Just boring. If you haven't watched this one yet and you do want to watch it, I would probably seek out the first one because they reference it a lot. Yes. And I feel yes. it can't make it any worse. Right. <laughs> so. If you did not already watch watch this movie then watch the first one first and then go watch the <laughs> fuck up four hours of your life right exactly <laughs> instead of just two why do two and you can do four okay so what was your alternate title ghost fingers <laughs> so literally what i said yeah. it didn't just step on the toes <laughs> of it it was like it, <laughs> it was just it straight up the pinky and the big toe <laughs> Um, (laughs) that's awesome okay 
I don't like my title. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to love it, though. <laughs> no, you're not. Does it's it rhyme? really bad. No, it doesn't. Oh, well, then I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Is really. It just because Ghost Fingers was so good. <laughs> No, it's because I get too hung up on what the actual name is that I always end up trying to go for something kind of similar to the actual name, but like, like the scary slightly different. <laughs> but no, that one was good. Are you kidding? That's the best one I've come up with. <laughs> I'm so, I love that one. <laughs> the scary hair from over there. I will make that movie just to use that title. <laughs> It'll be about a haunted wig. <laughs> just watches people from the corner of the room <laughs> that's why it's over there <laughs> okay no it's really bad though it's like the, a really dull one i want to come up with a i'm trying to stall so i can come up with a better one while time, i'm saying up, this and it's not working up. i just wrote the haunting of boring people <laughs> <laughs> you were right to doubt yourself <laughs> that was terrible <laughs> I was I was really tired when I wrote it, and I was so done with this movie, and I was like, I'm just going to write it all down now. I was like, I don't even care anymore. I'm just getting it done. So it was not good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I've let you all down, America. What about me? You need to be sorry for letting me down. No, no. no. I'm not for that. No. I deserved it. So... Let's talk about what we're watching next. Um, I don't remember, so please tell us. So, next week, uh, we will be viewing the 2001 masterpiece, Bones, starring Ooh. Snoop Dogg and Pam Greer. Snoop-a-loop. It tells the story of uh, Jimmy Bones, who 20 years after his death by a gunshot, comes back as a ghost to wreak revenge on those who killed him and to clean up his neighborhood. I'm super excited. It looks bananas. Let's take a listen to a clip from Bones. Brother, it's time for you to collect your interest. He was my main man. Since we was grasshoppers, I always looked after you. You had a piece of everything I had. I didn't want a piece of yours, Jimmy. I wanted my own. And fuck everybody else, huh? Oh, God damn, Jimmy! You think about it, Jimmy. If it had happened to you, you would have done the same goddamn thing, man. Nah, brother. I wouldn't have done any man the way you did. <laughs> it's a trip, baby. Huh? What do you want? Just tell me, Jimmy. Just tell me. Oh, man. That's easy. Think you can give me my life back? Can you swing that, brother? You know I can't do that, Jimmy. You know Fucking damn. Doggy dog, brother. Doggy dog. Do you think if we tweeted Snoop a loop? That we were watching this movie, he would watch it with us. <laughs> I 
and listen to our podcast about it. The fact that you have <laughs> such a cool nickname for him basically guarantees that he's going to do whatever we ask. <laughs> well, I can't take full credit for that on my own. It's from the movie Old School when Will Ferrell gets drunk and Snoop. I, I can only call him Snoopaloop. I've watched that movie so, so many times. <laughs> See Snoop Dogg up there doing like a concert. And it's like Snoop, Snoopaloop. <laughs> we'll give it a shot. Uh, don't hold your breath. But, so this movie can be found on Tubi TV. Uh, it is not on one of our major streaming services that we try to stick to, but it is free still. It's a free app that you, you just have to deal with some commercials. Yeah, if you have like a Roku, uh, it should already be on there. I, I'm pretty positive the app is free, or you can watch it on their website. So yeah, Tubi TV, T U B I is the name of the app, and it's on there, and it's. I hope you guys had a pen. Bonkers. Otherwise, you're never going to remember that spelling. <laughs> well, it's. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not like the number two and the letter B or something like that. <laughs> so no, if you hadn't done that, I was going to say let's spell it out, and I couldn't yeah. remember if it was an I or a Y at the end, but like that would, would be, be like tubby. tubby. Yeah, but- <laughs> right. So um, okay, but in the meantime. Tweet us, look us up on Facebook, Message. send us messages, um, tell us your thoughts on the movies we've watched so far or movies you think we should watch. Hit up uh, Snoop Dogg, Snoop-a-loop. Um, <laughs> tell him that we're about to <laughs> ravage his You baby. have to call him Snoop-a-loop. I mean, yeah, you have to call him Snoop-a-loop, though. Um, and yeah, tell him to watch it with us and and listen to the podcast and give us our thoughts or try to urge him to be a guest that's even better guys <laughs> zoom in get we'll, him to 100%. be a guest on our podcast that. that would be amazing so um that's your homework for the next week <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get in touch with him, ending the show <laughs> <laughs> that's our hours. threat no because they might do it just out of spite <laughs> Good. so until then, uh, keep safe. We're not through this virus yet, people, so keep taking it seriously. Wear a mask, stay inside if you can, and, you know, keep fighting the good fight, guys. Yep. Be kind to each other, and enjoy your week. Yeah.